Welcome to Seeking God's Grace podcast, a place to share stories about life, faith and passion. My name is Grace and I am a sister of the Holy Family of Nazareth, or as some prefer to say, I'm a Catholic nun. I hope that this podcast will help you and me to find God in everyday life experiences and to understand God and yourself a little bit better. Let's talk and seek God together. Hello everyone and welcome back. Last time we talked about letting go and letting God. I totally understand that the topic is not exhausted. Actually, none of my topics are. Most of them are just simply conversation starters or food for thought, if you like, and I hope that they serve you that way. If you enjoy or find helpful my little talks, I would love to hear from you. There are many ways of commenting on my social media or podcast platforms. This week, I added this podcast into Podvine. So the Podvine is, if it is your preferable place to listen, you can find me there as well. The topic which I would like to share with you today flows directly from the letting go and letting go theme. Because it is about trust. What are your trust experiences? Just human, everyday life experiences. Have you ever been part of the trust exercise? They do it sometimes in the team building or youth groups, whatever it is. Well, that that is simple. I'm sure that you have seen it. So you stand in the front of someone. uh, Your eyes are covered. You are blindfolded. And at certain time, you are asked to fall, usually backwards, trusting that the person who is behind you will catch you. Well, that's not as easy as it sounds. If you haven't been subject to this exercise, I encourage you to do it with someone uh, else, someone who you trust. Well, why it's not so easy? Because it is not certain from the moment you are blindfolded that there is actually someone behind you. Also, It is not certain that this particular person will be there. Maybe something which you don't know or you don't see would happen and there will be no one. Or there might be a person who is not strong enough to catch you. Or maybe this person can be just simply trying to joke and, well, anything can happen just Put your imagination into it and you will create millions of scenarios how this exercise could go wrong. Just recently, I have seen a variation of this particular trust exercise. So imagine again, the person is blindfolded and what you expect is the person to try to fall backward uh, on her back and someone will catch her. But well, in this short video in the reel, uh, we see that the person is falling forward. So she actually falls on her face and there is no one there to catch her. Not a very good surprise, is it? So human experience 
uh, can be teaching us, can teach us a lot of things, can show us a lot of things, and can also give, a, give us experiences which might build trust or challenge our trust and make us people who are not really very trustworthy or trusting others. So in that case, going from human experience, let's talk a little bit about trusting God. What does it mean? And why is it hard at times? This phrase, boundless confidence, was shared with you in the last episode when we were talking about prayer of abandonment, when we were saying how important is boundless confidence in God. What does it mean in practice? That means that God is there in our life, throughout the whole life, to catch us despite any direction we decided to fall. To front, to back, even sideways, whatever it is. The reality is that God is there to catch us when we fall, when we stand, when we sit, any life situations. And we use this human experience in order to be able to uh, really understand and say, what is it like when we think about own trusting God experiences, especially at times when we don't see much, when we feel like being blindfolded. So, Trusting God does not really mean that we have to talk always about falling. That means that we have to have this awareness about God's presence, about God's ability and strength to be there for us always in every life situation and in any possible scenario which our life writes for us, which our life brings us, which we are experiencing. If everything is okay in our life, if we are not in situation of distress, of falling, so why? Why do we still have sometimes trouble to trust God? I would like to offer maybe just a couple of possible reasons. The first one. Quite often in our life, we look for comfort over the progress or final product. What does it mean? We look forward for comfort. We look over the progress in our life or final product of whatever we are doing. Let's think about Abraham. He has not had a son for many, many, many years. And he had a promise from God that his descendants will be as many as stars in heaven, on the sky. So, it was hard for him to trust because he did not see this finite product. He did not see what was not shown to him 
in reality yet. So trusting God might be difficult because we needed those comforting moments which will carry us forward before something happens. Another example again from the Old Testament. Let's think about chosen people of Israel and their exodus from Egypt to the Promised Land. They were traveling for 40 years. 40 years! No wonder they were really, really lost and they were complaining everywhere on the way. The lack of comfort and visibility of this measurable destination, of this end line, was something what makes us and them, as I'm giving this example, upset and stops us from trusting God. We look for comfort over the progress or final destination. A second one. We demand to see the instant response to anything what we do in our life. In our relationship with God, we quite often want and demand to see the instant response. We get used to the immediate instant resolution, resolve of our life situations that we are really having trouble to wait. Waiting requires patience. Waiting is something what we need to exercise and what abundantly gives us trust. I talked about this a bit in our recent episode number 14 when we were exploring the patience of God and, well, our lack of patience now and then. So the comfort over progress and demanding of instant response. Just two examples. As I was preparing to talk to you today, I did a little bit of a reading on what the word trust means in Hebrew language, in in the language of the Bible. And I found a very interesting article in the study of Hebrew words in the Bible by Jeff Benna. He said in this article that the English word trust is an abstract and cannot be sensed by the five senses. But in Hebrew, it's a concrete oriented language where each word, trust, is associated with something that can be sensed by one or more of the five senses. I like it a lot. So Hebrew description of trust, and I will give you a few examples in a minute, are saying it can be sensed by one or more or even five senses. That is exactly what we experience when we talk about human trust. And that's what we need when we are talking about trusting God. In Psalm 18, we read, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. This word trust in Psalm 18, well, in Hebrew, 
It's pronounced hashach. I hope I'm giving justice to this pronunciation. Maybe not. Forgive me if not too, too, too great. This word has the meaning of to lean on someone or something. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. To lean on someone or something. So trusting God, it's to lean on him. It's to have the support. Again, this human experience of falling on someone now goes even further. We have someone on whom we lean on. We have someone who is our rock, who supports us. That's the trust of God we are talking about in the Bible. In Psalm 56, we have another different word for trust. Betach. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. In this particular translation, the word trust, Hebrew word trust, means to cling. I cling on someone who will help me, who will share with me its strength, his, her strength, someone who will help me to keep going, who will nourish me, who will help me to stay strong on the way. The third one comes from the song from prophet Isaiah. That's uh, chapter 51. And it reads, My righteousness is near, my salvation is gone forth, and mine arms shall judge the people, the isles shall wait upon me, and on mine arm shall they trust. Yahal, that's the Hebrew word there. This trust word from Isaiah it's usually translated into hope or knowing that something will happen in the future. In the means that we do not hope that God will protect us from happening, but we know that he will protect us from anything what will happen. So in this passage, the concrete image of holding onto God's arm for support can be seen. But what arm is just a very, I don't know, let, let's use the words artistic. And it's really talking more not about uh, human visibility, but the inner strength that is in God. So in other words, the passage is saying that the people will know that God's strength will save them. So three Hebrew words, good Hebrew words, which are telling us that we can have trust in God with all our senses, from our inner being to our human experiences, to lean on someone or something, to cling for strength, and then finally, with knowing, with experiencing that God will be our strength when we need it.
I love those words. I always love when we can actually open, break, break open the words of God and look at the different languages. If you speak more than one language, I encourage you to um, read some of the passages of the Bible in another language and you will find so much richness there. You will find that there is more than one way of understanding what the passages from the Bible are telling you. You will know there is more than you maybe memorize from the childhood or what you have heard in the church. I really encourage you to keep on going on exploring what you can uh, in this beautiful richness that God offers us in his word. So trusting God, it's very hard. And at the same time, it's really, really easy. Why? It is a struggle between our human mind and heart versus God, who is almighty, who is above our human experiences. But it is possible. Yes, it is possible to trust him. And we do. And we have amazing, amazing stories of people who trust God no matter what. It is possible to trust God when we try to live day by day with boundless confidence. And the boundless confidence comes to us from knowing and experiencing his never-ending, infinite, ultimate love, which conquers everything. I hope that you can find in your life many examples, not only of people who showed you, who inspired you how to trust God, but you will find examples when you yourself trusted God by trusting your feelings, by trusting the people that you really value and you know that they are people of God or you know that there are people who will be the one representing God for you at any particular time or they will be kind and loving people who might not even talk about God but will be actually living his beautiful examples which we need every day. There are many beautiful prayers that can be used today. I will attempt to share one with you. A trusting son but Kevin Bates. I hope that this prayer will help you to go through the week. Whatever the week will bring you. I hope that you will have moments when you will find out how much you can lean on God, how much you can cling to him if you need to, how much you can be resting reassured that God is your strength. I know that you will be experiencing moments when it will be hard to stay in the situation, but God will be there with you, holding you tight and saying the words of love, saying, have boundless confidence in me because I love you. Have a great week, everyone. Lord, let your mercy be 
as we place our trust in you. The word of the Lord is faithfulness and love. His love can never be measured. His beauty is like nothing we have ever seen. So let us place our trust in Him. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. That patient, gentle God, His love can never grow weary. His mercy says those our sins have never been. If we place our trust in Him. As we place our trust in you, the word of the Lord is fire burning strong. His love can never grow weary. He will seek and save the lost until we all return. So let us place our trust in Him. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in You. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will tune in again. Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave your review. Feel welcome to visit my website, seekinggodsgrace.com, and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again. Every blessing to you and your loved ones. Talk again soon.